What is up, tax evaders? Welcome to the third episode of Your Podcast Got Leaked. It's been pretty fun making these, and uh, it's cool that I'm actually being able to stick with it here. And you know, I'm, I'm episode three. This is uh, the third week in a row now that I'm doing the podcast. So yeah, it's been fun. I appreciate the support on it. And uh, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, there is the option to uh, listen on Spotify. You know, there's nothing really to watch. I'm not recording any video footage. So if you want to, you can listen on Spotify. It's also on Google Podcasts. I tried to get it on iTunes, um, but holy fuck. Apple sucks dick, baby! Woo! I had to download I, the iTunes store onto my fucking computer, right, to try and uh, uh, get it onto there because you have to have, like, an iTunes account. And so I made the iTunes account, and, you know, I find out that you have to have a, a payment on your file. You have to be able, like, you have to have a debit card on file to be able to, like, post podcasts onto, onto iTunes. So I go to do that, and it requires me downloading fucking iTunes, and that's kind of like getting punched in the dick for me, because I really fucking hate Apple, and having to install iTunes, do anything Apple-related, is literally like, like a gut punch, like a fucking, you know, they, they pull me in close, and they punch me right in the stomach. It doesn't feel good, man. It does not feel good. Um, but I did it, and Apple is so garbage! I'm pretty sure they do this on purpose, because I'm on Windows. They make their, their shit purposefully awful, and even, you know, just, just bad. They make it purposefully fucking bad. It sucks. I could not log in on iTunes. It would not let me log in, no matter what I fucking did, man. So, if you wanted to listen to this podcast on iTunes, you're not gonna be able to. I'm not getting it on iTunes. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Maybe I can get my girlfriend to help me with it because she has a crap book, a Mac. So uh, anyway, um, I kind of want to talk about this past week in videos. That was kind of why I started the podcast in the first place was because I make all these rant videos or I'll make a video like reacting to something or talking about whatever, something that I like. Um, it, it, the point of the podcast was to kind of go back and revisit the past week and take a look at some of the things that I did or talked about and either expand upon them or just kind of joke around with it. So let's just take a look. The, the, the thing that I uploaded after the, pa the last podcast was The Sexy Purge, which I think is a slept-on video! This video, I put a lot of effort into it. It's a minute long, so it's not a huge investment of your time to watch. And I went and I, I recorded a whole thing in a green screen and shit. It was a fucking fun video. And you guys should check it out if you haven't. It was, uh, it's fun making sketch videos. I used to do that a lot more in the past, but I stopped doing it because it takes a lot of effort. And a lot of times I would think of something for like a sketch, but it, it requires a second person or it like requires a cameraman to get the correct shit. Like with the online therapist sketch, which I did, um, you know, the week prior, that one was pretty, I thought that was funny. I thought it could have been a lot better because I kind of envisioned it being like that office style humor. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it, it feels like real. It feels real. Like this is really happening. There's an actual camera crew recording it. But with this, I was just setting my camera up on a tripod. So it didn't really get the look that I was going for. But I really got that with the sexy purge. 
because I added shake effects in and stuff. And I thought that video came out really well. It was really, maybe not like the funniest, but I had fun making it. I don't really enjoy editing that much, but when I'm doing something like that, I find myself, I get addicted to it. Well, I swear to God, when I was editing that video, there was like a solid 30, 45 minutes where I just forgot to snap page back just because I get so hyper-focused on what I'm doing. It's uh, it's fun. It's, it's like being on fucking crack or coffee. Coffee is worse than crack. I'm telling you. Nobody agrees with this, but coffee is more addictive and more damaging than crack. I don't think that's even true. I'm just, I'm just being a, a fucking goofball. Anyway, the next thing is that the, uh, I, I did the G Fuel video where I tried G Fuel. Now, I gotta say, um, I kinda gave it like a 7 out of 10 when I, when I was recording the video, but afterwards, I actually bought two of them, so I had another one the next morning, and when I was drinking it, I was like, man, <laughs> this sucks. That fucking flavor is so bad. The, what is it, phase berry? It's like a berry flavor. I shit you not. It tasted like straight fucking cough syrup. I, like, there's no other way to describe it. When you're first taking a sip, it's, like, kind of watered down, so it doesn't have, like, a massively strong flavor. And it's, like, okay, I guess. It's not very good. Kind of tastes like a shitty seltzer. But, um, the fucking aftertaste that it leaves in your mouth is so gross. It's, it's the cough syrup aftertaste. It's that fake, awful shit. It's bad. I did not enjoy that whatsoever. Although, I, I'll say I will try another flavor because I know a friend of mine who's the one who told me that you can get it at Wawa. He, he was getting a different flavor at the Wawa by his house. And it was, um, I don't even know what the flavor was, but it was the can that had PewDiePie on it. And it was red, so I... I don't know, maybe like a cherry flavor or something. But he said that that one was real good. And I believe him. This one sucks. This one that I had fucking sucked. Absolutely do not recommend the G Fuel Phaseberry. It was disgusting. It was absolutely fucking disgusting. It was, it's like, I, I don't understand. I, I mean, I get it because they're a small company. They're not like fucking PepsiCo or Coca-Cola. It's harder for them to make good flavors than, than a massive fucking corporation because they just don't have the capital. But, like, if you're so committed to your product and you think that it's that, that it's good enough to put out on fucking in stores, make it better. I don't know, though, because I've never been, like, a huge fan of energy drinks, so maybe I'm not the fucking target audience. But uh, I used to like Monster. But also the thing with G Fuel that I brought up in the video and I kind of want to like expand upon is that, you know, G Fuel, I'm, I'm pretty sure it stands for Game Fuel, does it not? And like my question to that is why do you need to fuel your games? So I play a pretty decent amount of video games. And like I said in the video, it's a super sedentary thing. I sit at my computer, I've got my arms stretched out in front of me, fucking clicking with my mouse, clicking with my keyboard. Sometimes I get a little tired, sometimes I get a little bored, but uh, maybe it's because I'm not playing hyper-focused games where you really need to pay attention. I don't really play first-person shooter games because I don't enjoy them, but I'm assuming if I was like really addicted to Valorant and I played Valorant until like 3 a.m. every night, Maybe I'd like a, uh, you know, some sort of energy drink to keep me fucking going. But also at the same time, it's like, 
if you are so addicted to something that you need to artificially keep yourself awake to keep doing it, I think that that's a problem! You might have a problem if you're doing something like that. You might need to seek professional fucking help. If you're so addicted to a video game, you need to just down like an energy drink. Fucking rocks to the core with caffeine just to keep yourself going. I think that that's a problem. And I think, I don't know, man. I, I really don't get it. And maybe it's just like some sort of like way to feel camaraderie with the gaming community like oh man you drink g fuel i drink g fuel aren't we so much different and 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 more special than the than those other fucking losers those normies oh you're drinking their monster i don't know man maybe that's what it has to do with i just personally have never understood it that was like i said my first time trying g fuel but i'd seen it for years and years and years getting pushed by you know fucking every creator on the fucking platform you know what I mean? Um, and I always wondered, I'm like, do people actually buy and drink G Fuel? Because I've never met a person, whether it be online or in real life, who's like, oh man, I'm a G Fuel addict, man. Oh, I can't, I can't get to, I can't get to game until I get my fix. Nobody ever says that. Nobody says that. G Fuel is a stupid fucking concept, man. I guess maybe it's a cool concept to like 13 year olds, 14 year olds who are, like, watching their favorite creators, like, down a fucking uh, case of G Fuel like a fucking heroin addict and then go, like, enter the the eighth dimension as they're playing Fortnite. Maybe it's cool to them. But to me, I just don't... I really don't get the concept. Like, why do you need to fuel your games? You're just sitting there clicking on a keyboard. I don't know, man. But so the next video that I did this past week is my life and channel is about to change. I don't think I'm really gonna go into that too in depth because that act that video is actually expanding on what I was talking about in the podcast from last week where um I've gotten a job and I'm going to be moving to Texas but you know what I think I will expand upon it a little bit um just because right now what I've been doing is obviously since I've gotten a job in Texas and I live in New Jersey I've been apartment hunting online right now to try and find uh an apartment that I can move into in Dallas uh, before I start my job, and um, it's it's fucking challenging. I've been making all these phone calls to these places to try and get people on the phone to set up tours and like emailing people, and it can be a pain in the ass. I've got about five tours scheduled right now, but I'm pretty fucking nervous at the moment because I feel like I'm gonna try and get an apartment and somebody's gonna yoink it from me, just steal it out right out from under me, and I'm not gonna be able to move into it. Where's that burp coming from? There's like a fucking portal that just opened up in my throat to release that burp. I haven't drank anything. Anyway. Um, so it's just been, it's kind of nerve wracking and I'm going to be flying down next week. I'm going to fly down on Thursday, fly back Sunday and just do some apartment hunting Friday and Saturday. And the, the thing is, is that while I'm there, I have to land, I have to nail something down in those two days. I have to nail down an apartment in those two days or else I'm fucked. I'll, I'll just have to do it online and you know, whatever. It's not like the end of the world. It's not a huge deal, but I have to nail something down. And then literally like a week and a half, two week, I, I don't know, like a week and a half later, I'm going to have to drive. <laughs> I'm going to be driving. I'm not just going to 
you know, ship all my stuff down there and then take a, a flight. I need my car. I'm not going to waste the money having somebody drive my car down there for me, which is a thing that you can do. You can have your car delivered because you're such a lazy fuck. You can't drive three days. Um, so it's going to be like a two and a half day drive. Like it, it's, it's a 22, 24 hour drive, something like that from New Jersey, where I am in New Jersey to Dallas, Texas. It, it's that long. It's that long of a drive. And I don't know if you guys realize this, but um, driving for 22 to 24 hours straight is not safe and is uh, bad. I'm going to be driving down with my parents, so we're going to be able to switch out. But we're definitely going to have to stop um, and uh, sleep. <laughs> like, you know, if we're doing 12 hours, say, say we did 12 hours on the road in one day. That leaves us with uh, eight hours to sleep, right? And then that at the end is four hours, four hours of in-between time, four hours to get ready for bed, to shower, to eat lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, to take stops, to piss, to do whatever the fuck else. So that's a lot of driving, man. And so we could do it in two days, but I don't want to. I want to, I want to stop twice because that is a lot of driving. I'd rather drive like nine, 10 hours each day. And then just make the third day like a couple hour drive. I don't know. That seems like the way to go for me. But uh, it's it's a lot. It's going to be a lot. Uh, I've never driven that far before. The furthest I've driven is... Uh, actually, I've driven about 10 hours, I think. How fucking long does it take to get to... No, I guess it's more like 12 hours. I've driven to South Carolina before on my own to go and visit uh, some family that I have down there um, like two summers ago. And that was fucking why it was just me listening to podcasts, driving from New Jersey to South Carolina to Charleston. That was a fucking long ass drive, but it was kind of fun though. It, it's honestly not bad. You throw on a couple podcasts, you stop every couple of hours to piss, you know, grab lunch and you can do it. I left it like 6 a.m. and I got there around like 5.30 p.m., 6 p.m. So not too bad, pretty easy clap. And I went and I stayed with my grandparents. And I shit you not, the first night, my grandpa's very, very old. He's he's in his 90s. He's still kicking. Um, his health isn't great right now, but he's still alive. He's still doing well, um, as far as I know. I haven't heard otherwise. Well, I don't know if he's doing well, but, you know. He's been better, I'm sure. But um, I shit you not, the first night that I'm there, you know, I hang out with them for a couple of hours and uh, we have a good time and, you know, they're fucking old as shit. So they go to bed early, like fucking 8 p.m., 9 p.m. So I go to use the bathroom and um, it's got it's one of those two door bathrooms where it's, you know, it's like you can get in from one side or you can get in from the other side. So I go and I lock both of them and I go to piss and I'm pissing and I hear a knock on the door. and I'm like, I'm, I'm using the bathroom, I say. And then the door opens. I'm like, oh, fuck. Apparently, I haven't locked it well enough. The door fucking opens. And my grandpa says something into here, in, into the room. He's like, I just need to grab something. I'm like, I I'm using the bathroom. And he's like, all, all right. And he just opens the door and walks in. And I have to, like, kind of shuffle over quickly and, like, hold my hand out and away. Like, I'm literally in the middle of pissing. Like, piss is exiting my dick at the moment. 
and I shuffle over and just try and cover so he can't see my dick and he kind of like walks around behind me. It's a small bathroom and he like reaches around me and he grabs a, I think a bathrobe or something. And then he just, you know, he goes and he walks out and he shuts the door and I'm just sitting there like, oh no, what have I done? I drove 12 hours for this? Is this going to be the entire fucking trip? Him just walking into the bathroom in the middle of me pissing or shitting? Oh, God. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't happen again for the rest of the trip. But that was the first night, so... <laughs> I felt like I was off to a pretty solid start. I felt like I was off to a pretty fucking solid start with that one. I just, you know, you don't want your grandpa to see your dick. You know, like... You don't want your parents to see your dick, but, like, that's not the worst thing in the world if your parents see your dick. They saw it when you were a baby, you know, they got a pretty much the same stuff going on as you, depending on gender, you know. I assume your dick probably looks a lot like your dad's dick, so ain't no surprise to your mom. Ain't no surprise to your dad. I don't know. Um, I always wondered about that, though, because, you know, you get half your DNA from your mom, and you get half your DNA from your dad. So my question is, um, is half of your dick from your mom's DNA? I know your mom doesn't have a fucking dick, right? But she's got the DNA in her for a dick to grow, right? Like, theoretically, isn't that... I think that's the case. So you, <laughs> so you end up with... Your dick is half of your dad's dick, and the other half is your mother's hypothetical cock. So you're, you're half your dad's cock and half your mom's hypothetical cock, if she had a cock, about half of yours would look like hers. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're like half your grandpa's cock, you know what I mean? And I guess half your, a quarter of your grandma's cock? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Paige is going to be pissed at me when she listens to this segment. <laughs> She's not going to like that very much. <laughs> that was an interesting trip um all right so the next video that i posted is the every single 3 a.m challenge video that was uh it's been happening to me recent recently where it's been worse than it was in in the past couple of weeks where i'll get to like 8 p.m 9 p.m and i'm like fuck i still haven't thought of a video for tomorrow i haven't recorded a single thing or thought of a fucking idea so that was where that video came from. It was like 9 p.m. I was fucking exhausted. I was texting Paige. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking tired. It was like 8.30. I'm like ready to fucking sleep in that moment. And uh, suddenly I get this burst of energy because I get the idea to do this video, video. And so all this energy just comes out of fucking nowhere. And I go absolutely ham and record that video real quick. The whole idea of the video just pops into my head. I, I, I see it. I see the vision. You know what I mean? I'm an artiste. I get a vision and I must put pen to paper. Put pen to paper. And so I record it and I get to the part where I need to make the phone call. And I'm like, who do I call? Uh, and I think about it for a couple of seconds and I'm like, Jesus Christ, the only person that I can call is Paige, but she's going to be so fucking confused because I haven't told her that I'm doing this. And last she saw, I'm, I look like I'm on my fucking deathbed. I'm sickly. I look ill. I'm fucking losing my mind tired here. 
So I'm like, ah, fuck it, whatever. I'll call Paige. So I call her and, you know, we do the little bit. She is so fucking confused. Like I said, because I have suddenly gotten this burst of energy. She thinks I'm like prank calling her or some shit. But no, no, just needed a bit for for the uh, video, honey. Thank you. <clears throat> More fucking portals opening in my throat. That was fun, though. I like making videos like that every now and then. I don't know if you guys have realized this or not. I've been doing uh, not many rant videos. When's the last time I did a rant video? It was the Logan Paul's a massive scumbag video, which was like a week ago. And there's the I hate liquid death. I'm kind of running out of shit to rant about. I need recommendations on what to rant about. I mean, I'm, surely I can think of stuff. Stuff will come to me and I can find things to rant about. But I, here's the thing. Although it may seem that way from the image that I've given you on my YouTube channel, I'm not really a person with massively strong opinions. I used to be. When I was younger, I got into politics from, you know, fucking looking at Reddit all the time and, like, reading shit on the internet. I was all into politics, and I had all these fucking strong feelings. Like, I was an ANCAP back then. I wouldn't describe myself as an ANCAP anymore, probably more of just a libertarian. But I had, like, the strongest feelings, like, taxation is theft and this and that and the other thing, blah, 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 you know. And I still think taxation is theft, but, you know, I don't have strong opinions anymore. I've lost my opinions. Where did they go? Where have they gone? I don't know. It's weird because I, I do have strong opinions about certain things. Like, I really fucking hate anime. But also, at the same time, I'm like, if you want to watch it, that's fine. I'm not going to fucking stop you from watching anime if you want. I'm not going to run for president. I think I said this in the video. I'm not going to run for president on, like, the fucking campaign promise to ban anime because it's destroying Western society or some shit like that. It's just an opinion, and I don't like it. And you guys are entitled to your opinion, too. It's fine. You can go ahead and like garbage. I like garbage, I assume. I figure there's something out there that I like that's bad. I haven't figured out what it is because everything I like is pretty good. But there's got to be, like, one thing that sucks ass, at least. Maybe the MCU. I fucking love the MCU, but goddamn, it is just garbage. It's it's not fucking quality cinema, you know what I mean? I watched uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs recently, about a week ago. God damn it, Quentin! Quentin Tarantino is the greatest director of our generation! He's so fucking good. I fucking love every single movie that he's made. Reservoir Dogs, fucking amazing. Pulp Fiction, his masterpiece. People say that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his masterpiece. No! No! I disagree unrespectfully. Without respect. Pulp Fiction is his greatest fucking movie of all time. And you know, I watched Kill Bill and I really liked Kill Bill. Uh, but I think as far as Tarantino films go, Kill Bill is overrated. I'm just throwing that out there. It's got great action. It's a lot of fucking fun. It is just a fucking hoot. That movie is a hoot. Watching it, I was just laughing my ass off. I was giddy. The action was great. I felt tension. I felt fear. I felt disgust. I felt every fucking emotion. It was a solid movie, but it's not Tarantino's best. I'm not a fucking film critic. I don't know what I'm talking about.
take this with a grain of salt. I never actually saw Kill Bill Volume 2 for whatever fucking reason. Let's see, what else? Hateful Eight, such a good movie. So fucking Tarantino. God, I love that one. Um, what else? What is the other one? I haven't seen Django Unchained. I haven't seen it. I've wanted to watch it for so fucking long, but I've just never gotten around to it. I, I hate myself for this. But there's also Inglorious Bastards, and it's like, Inglorious Bastards is just a fucking phenomenal movie. So good. All of the scenes in it are so good. And that's one of the things that I love about Tarantino that I think everyone who is a Tarantino fan loves about him is the dialogue. Because we don't get dialogue like Tarantino dialogue in any other movie. None of them! None of them! I always feel like when I'm reading a book or watching a movie that the dialogue oftentimes will feel very, very unnatural. I'm like, nobody fucking talks like this. This isn't real life. Like, people aren't going on a fucking soliloquy about, you know, the lo their love of uh, fucking cheese. I don't know. All the time. People do that in, in movies, you know what I mean? They just, they don't talk like real people. And I think that that's one of the things in the MCU that started to happen is that they're not having conversations like real people. Now, obviously, they're not fucking real people. One of them is a Gre Greek Norse god! Not Greek. One of them's a fucking Norse god. Obviously, he's not going to talk like normal people. He's not even human. But the normal people in the movie don't really talk like normal people. They're always making like quips and jokes and they're trying to be fun me and, you know, uh, they just don't talk. Like, it, it's believable in a movie setting. You're like, okay, you know, this is a movie. This is how people talk in movies. But if people talked like that in real life, you'd be like, what the fuck? And nobody, nobody's like that. And the people that do try and talk like they're in a fucking movie, like, I don't know if you guys listen to jo uh, Joe Rogan at all, but every now and then he has this fucking guy, Brett Weinstein, on. He's a very intelligent guy. He's got a lot of good ideas. You know, very smart, polite, kind guy. I can tell he's a good person. But fuck, dude! He talks like he's the main character in a shitty fucking, you know, science fiction novel. Like, he's the he's the scientist in the fucking novel, or whatever it may be. It's very hard to listen to him, because he you can tell he takes himself so fucking seriously, and he's also kind of just an awkward person in general, and he doesn't, he's not great with social cues. I think he might be a little on the spectrum, so maybe it's shitty of me to make fun of him so much. But, like, he kind of talks like that. But when you watch a Tarantino film, like Reservoir Dogs, the opening scene, they're in a diner, and they're having these conversations, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I could see people having a conversation like this. Bunch of white guys that take themselves too seriously, think that they're all fucking intellectual, all fucking smart. I could see this. I could see people talking like this. Or in the, uh, op uh, well, not the opening, but the uh, second scene in, in Pulp Fiction, where uh, it goes to Jules and uh, Vincent in the car driving to go and fucking kill these guys. They're just having a conversation, like a normal fucking conversation. You know, like, um, you know what they call a, a quarter pounder in, in France? Royale with cheese. You know, like, the, it's a believable fucking conversation. And it's refreshing when you watch a Tarantino film after watching a bunch of other movies. To see this dialogue and be like, yeah, yeah, okay, fuck yeah. This feels like a slice of life rather than a fucking, um, 
a story. I've, it is a story, but I feel like I'm seeing into real life, like a, like a, a time piece, a period piece. Like I'm looking back into the eighties, seventies, whatever the fucking time it's supposed to be in the nineties. And I'm like seeing a believable story. Um, now here's something I wish Tarantino would do. And I don't think he's done it since Reservoir Dogs is I wish that he would make a more contemporary piece. Um, like a piece that takes place in, um, uh, I'm saying piece, film, film. What do I think? I'm a fucking artist! A piece? I don't know. Um, I wish that he would take, it would be more contemporary. Like, um, Pulp Fiction was pretty contemporary, but I think, uh, you know, maybe a decade or two behind. Reservoir Dogs, I think was contemporary, like supposed to be kind of nowadays of the time that the movie came out. Um... But then you get into the other movies like Inglorious Bastards, World War II, um, Res not Reservoir Dogs, Hateful Eight, that's the fucking, you know, uh, Wild West times, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's supposed to take place in the 60s? When was Charles Manson? Was that in the 60s? Yeah, I guess the 60s. So he hasn't really done a, a contemporary thing, and I don't know about Kill Bill, I guess that was, but it's like, I don't know, I don't know. I'd like to see... A story told in, like, 2010 of some, like, fucking mortgage brokers that have, you know, like, dealing with the outcomes of, like, the 2008 fucking housing crash or something. I don't know. Something like that. I feel like that'd be a fun take. But here's the thing. Tarantino has said he's only doing 10 movies in his entire lifetime, and he's already done nine. He's done nine movies, so he's got one fucking movie left. He's only going to do one more movie. And that's crazy to me, but I get it. Because he doesn't want to overstay his welcome. Man, it'll suck though. It'll suck to know that there's not going to be any more Tarantino films after he makes his last one. I don't think he's even begun to formulate an idea for it though. So I think we got a couple of years to uh, sit on it and wait for it. All right. So what's the uh, most recent video that I did? As of the time I'm recording this, I've got another video that's going to be coming out today that I'm recording it that you guys will see. So it'll be yesterday for you. But <laughs> the video that I did is the uh, revisiting my first ever YouTube video 11 years ago. I kind of thought that video would do better because I thought people might think it'd be interesting to see how a person has changed over the past decade um, I said that it was 11 years ago, but I'm pretty fucking sure I was younger than that because I was going over the timelines in my head. I must have been like 10. I think I was probably like 10 in that video. So like it was probably 13 years ago that that video actually came out. I think because I'm doing the timelines in my head and I remember recording stuff when I was like 13 or 14 where I was, it was different. We had a lot more uh, we put a lot more time into it. We'd done a lot more stuff and it was got to have been years later. Like I rem remember recording a hunger games ripoff kind of deal, you know? And what was the hunger? I don't care. I don't fucking care. But, um, what was I saying? <laughs> I fucking lost my train of thought. I don't know, man. I don't really have much to say about that, but you know, that was a fun video. It was fun going back and revisiting it. So since my last video, I did actually make a podcast questions channel in my discord, which I brought up, um, in the last podcast. Uh, so there's some shit questions and some good ones here. 
the first one I actually do like this this question. Beth or chicken? Please answer. Uh, I gotta say, uh, that's fucking tough. I think I'm gonna have to say chicken just because of the versatility of chicken. Now I know beef is extremely versatile. You can have a hamburger. You can have a steak. You could have a beef hot dog. And there's plenty of other fucking things that you could have. But chicken, I absolutely love the versatility of it. Um, you know what I'd like to see? We got fucking fried chicken sandwiches, right? And we have chicken fried steak, okay? Why has nobody combined this together to make a chicken fried steak sandwich? I'm sure somebody's done it somewhere, but I haven't seen it. And I want to try that. Slather the fuck out of that with mayonnaise? Why do black people not like mayonnaise? That's like a cultural divide between whites and blacks. I have a black friend and he made fun of me one time because we went to McDonald's together and he was like, oh, you fucking white people and your mayonnaise. I'm like, what's wrong with it? Have you tried it? I don't think he'd fucking try it. Maybe when he was younger or something, but mayonnaise is the perfect condiment. It's perfect in every fucking way. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on this because I feel like this needs to be elaborated upon. So mayonnaise, just alone, by itself, goes fucking great with everything! Everything! I don't care what you have to say. You can make a chicken salad sandwich. And you know how they make chicken salad? Mayonnaise. All right? You can have a fried chicken sandwich. What's the condiment you're going to put on that? Honey mustard? No! Fuck you! Fuck you! Mayonnaise. I love honey mustard, but I like dipping tendies in honey mustard. And I wouldn't dip tendies in mayo. Just the same way, I wouldn't put honey mustard on a fucking fried chicken sandwich. But here's the thing. You can, like I said, you can put mayonnaise on pretty much anything. Uh, but what you can't put mayonnaise itself on, you can put a mayonnaise derivative on. Have you guys heard of aioli, like a chipotle aioli, or like a uh, pesto aioli? You know what that is, right? That's a mayonnaise-based condiment. That is a condiment where it's they just take fucking pesto and they throw a shit ton of it in with basil, or not basil, mayo. You make pesto with basil. <laughs> you throw pesto in with mayo and you have a pesto aioli. It's literally pesto mayonnaise. And it's fucking delicious! I love pesto mayonnaise. It is one of the greatest fucking condiments. So fucking good. Throw that on a Cajun chicken sandwich, dude. And tell me it's not the greatest thing you've ever eaten, you son of a bitch. Tell me. Try and tell me that. And like I said, a chipotle aioli, you get some spicy mayo. That's all that shit fucking is. It's spicy mayo. You slather the shit out of that onto a chicken sammy or whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. And it's the greatest. It's so good. It's so fucking good. I'm telling you, if there's any black folks that are listening to this podcast, man, give mayonnaise a chance. Maybe I'm totally wrong and being totally racist here. But from what I have heard and read, whatever, I don't know. I, I just know that I, I've known black people that don't eat mayonnaise. And I feel bad for them because I think they're really fucking missing out. So to my black folks out there, give Mayo a chance, man. It's really fucking good. Um, so I think my answer to this is going to be chicken. I prefer chicken over beef. 
next question. Do dogs walk or crawl? I think you're asking the wrong question. I think the problem there is that you're asking the wrong question. Humans walk on two legs. Dogs walk on four legs. Humans crawl when we switch. So I think the correct question would be, you know, because humans, when we're walking, that's with two legs. And when we're crawling, that's when we add our, our extra limbs into the equation, right? That's when we go onto all fours. That's when we're crawling. So the question is, is crawling a result of simply changing how many limbs you're using to move yourself with? And in that case, would a dog standing on its two back two legs and walking with them, would that count as crawling? I don't think so. And I don't, I don't think so. And I'll tell you why. Because if I stand on one leg and I hop around with it, that's not crawling. And I've changed the amount of limbs that I am using to maneuver myself with. That's not crawling. So I don't think a dog can crawl. Perhaps the crawling isn't the the fact that we're using two extra limbs and we're using our arms to pull ourselves along. Perhaps it's that we've lowered ourselves to the ground and we're crawling. So if a dog kind of flattens himself out, gets onto the ground and like pulls himself along the ground, maybe that would be crawling. But then are lizards always crawling? They've got that sprawled posture with their arms outstretched further away from their body. Are lizards in a constant state of crawling? I don't know. I don't have the answers to these questions. Next question. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Why do you copy Moist Critical so much? Um, I think I was copying him a lot before when I started doing daily uploading, but I think I've stopped uh, copying him as much as I used to. I really like his content. Oh, here comes the portal burp. <clears throat> nice. <clears throat> I really like his content, and I think it's impressive that he's able to upload two videos. God fucking damn fucking burps are killing me. I think it's extremely impressive that he's able to upload two videos every fucking day. I don't even know how he does that. I look at his channel and I'm like, holy shit, he's posted six videos since fucking, you know, Saturday. And it's like Monday. Like, how does somebody manage to think of that many ideas and do that? Like, is the guy in a constant state of panic, just trying to figure out what to do to keep that two a day going? I don't think he is because look at his, look at him. He's fucking aloof. He doesn't give a shit. Um, but I know that I'll some, sometimes be struggling to get a, um, to get an idea for one video for, for doing daily uploading. You know what I mean? It's pretty crazy. I, I don't think I copy him as much as you guys think that I, you guys might think that I do. I definitely was. I was copying a lot of it, but I'm just trying to figure out what my style of content is. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a trend. It's been this transition ever since I stopped doing the Reddit readings. You know, my channel was Reddit reading content with the occasional extra thing sprinkled in. That's just what my content was. But since I've stopped doing the Reddit readings, my content has lost a lot of its direction and I've kind of just been uploading whatever I want to. And although it's enjoyable to upload whatever I want to, it's hard to build consistency with that. You know, somebody might subscribe for one thing. They're like, oh, I like this guy's, uh, you know, fucking stream footage. I like his gameplay footage. And then they watch my other content and, you know, they're like, what the fuck? This is stupid. This, uh, this sucks. And they'll unsubscribe or whatever it may be. So I'm trying to find my footing. One thing I've realized is that I, I really don't enjoy streaming that much. 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just need to stream more and give it more of a chance. I don't like watching streams and I don't really like streaming myself all that much. I've never found it to be that fun whenever I've streamed. I don't usually have that good of a time streaming. I have in the past when I was doing it on YouTube and I would get hundreds of viewers and we would um, play Jackbox and I would just get shit face fucking drunk. That was a lot of fun. That was a fucking fun time. Maybe that's the thing. I just need to get shit face drunk on stream more often. Maybe that's what it is. But anyway, what do we got? What do we got? Who's your favorite Discord member? All right, moving on. <clears throat> McDonald's or Burger King? That's a good question. That's a question from Bugsy on the Discord. McDonald's every day of the fucking week! I barely ever eat at Burger King. If I had to guess, I've eaten at Burger King in my life maybe a total of six times. Whereas I've eaten at McDonald's probably over a hundred times. I wouldn't doubt. Probably somewhere between 100 to 200 would be my guess. If not more, I wouldn't be shocked. Probably somewhere between 100 to 200. McDonald's is patently better than Burger King. Name one thing at Burger King that's better than McDonald's. Maybe the Quarter Pounder, but I've never had it. I've heard it's better because they make it fresh. But I don't, I don't know, man. Their fries fucking suck. They got them fat-ass thick fries, baby. Woo! I like soggy fries! Who likes soggy fries? Nobody. You like crispy fries. And you know what you get at McDonald's every fucking time? They may not be salted. They may not be warm. But goddammit, they're always gonna be fucking crispy fries. Every now and then you get a soft fry in it. But for the most part, McDonald's always has some, some great fucking crispy fries. Their fries are insanely better than than burger king's fries burger king needs to take a fucking uh uh page out of mcdonald's notebook and make better fries because their fries suck ass they're bad holy shit i am running out of energy on this podcast i've been going about 42 minutes now um let's see if i can uh uh, uh look at some let's see if i can see some other things which fan base is the cringiest fan base? I've already said. The cringiest fan base is the anime fan base. It's weebs. Anyway, I think I'm just going to call it quits on this podcast here. Because, I mean, goddamn, talking to yourself for 42 minutes can be... <laughs> it's challenging. It's a little challenging to keep it going for this long. But, you know, I think I'm pretty... I, I'm getting... I'm good at it. I'm good. I'm fucking good. Anyway, thank you guys for coming out to the podcast. I will see you guys uh next week with another podcast and also every day of the week with a video fuck you uh i love you buy that merch or whatever i do have merch consider buying it but i understand if you don't my child okay bye